Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And my only goal with this podcast is to inspire you to believe in yourself and that real love is possible for you, even in our swipe right, swipe left world. Hello, and welcome to episode number 269 of the Love Life Connection podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited to be here this week. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that, well, the time you're listening to this, about a month ago or so, I did a quick little poll on my Instagram stories asking you if you prefer solo episodes or interview episodes. Now, the coaching episodes aren't going anywhere. Those are going to stay the first and third Thursday of the month. The second Thursday of the month will definitely always be a solo episode. And then for the fourth Thursday of the month, I'm just kind of curious where you're at. If you have a strong opinion about, you know, having more solo episodes where it's just me talking and teaching on a specific topic, or if you want me to bring in a guest to talk about something, then please let me know. I'm really open to if you do like guests, which guests you would love for me to have. And if you prefer solo episodes, what you want me to talk about, you know, this podcast is really for you. So let me know, you can send me a DM over at Veronica E. Grant on Instagram, or send me an email veronicagrant.com forward slash contact. And let me know what your preference is. I'm definitely going to have Veronica Pretty, my astrologer friend uh, back on the show. But I'm also open to having more guests if you, um, you know, if you're interested in having more of those episodes. Otherwise, we'll just do solo episodes for these fourth Thursdays. And if you haven't already, I just want to take a quick note, please leave a quick rating or review. It really helps grow the show. And I just really, really appreciate it. And I still tear up every time I read a review. And I've had this show for like six years, because it really just means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you so much for your support. A couple of announcements. One, next month, I'm leading the very first serendipity challenge. I am so excited about this. This is an idea. Gosh, I don't even know when exactly I got it. It was just one of those things where it just popped into my head and I said, yes, we are doing this. 
creating serendipity is something that I challenge some of my clients to do, especially for the ones who are more hermit-like, like me. And um, it's just a really wonderful exercise activity for them to do. And it's something actually I've been thinking about doing in my business for a while. I just really haven't had the time or space. And now I have the time and space to put it together. And also it seems to be coinciding with much of the world, I don't want to say all of the world, but much of the world beginning to reopen and life being quote unquote normal again. So I just thought it's a really good timing. You know, we're coming out of our houses, we're getting reintegrated into society and dating and having a social life again. And for some people that can just be like, woo, and you just jump right back in. But if you're anything like me, it feels a little bit like, ooh, I Yes, but oh my gosh. And so if that's you, or if you just need a little bit more support and guidance to get out of your house and create serendipity in your life, you're going to love this challenge. So head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash serendipity. And what I mean by serendipity, I really mean just by creating your own luck, creating circumstances where you can create opportunity in your life. And yes, some of those opportunities are going to be meeting potential partners. Some of those opportunities are going to be financial or career related. And some of those opportunities are going to be about building your friend group and your community. And we're going to talk more about this and how these three things can all interplay inside the challenge. Uh, So again, it's totally free to sign up, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash serendipity. The other thing I wanted to let you know about, you might already have heard this, I created a 2021 coaching services and pricing guide that you can download and look through to get an idea of how I work with my clients privately. So this will give you a better idea of what to expect before we hop on our introductory call. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about the guide at the end of the episode. But if you do want to go ahead and download it just so you kind of know what to expect and how you could potentially work with me, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash slash coaching. Now, this episode might, uh, if you are in the self-help industry, if you are a coach or any kind of healer or helper, this episode might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And that's fine, right? Because actually, we do need to feel uncomfortable because that can often catalyze growth. And a lot of this episode is reflective both of my experience being on the receiving end of some of the dark side of personal development. And also this episode is reflective of all the ways that I've been duped into being taught, oh, this is how you have to you know, make a living as a life coach. This is how you have to quote unquote, get clients. And so part of this is just about me being really transparent on uh, my own growth in this way, and how I really want to show up for you as a podcast listener, and also as a potential client or just a participant in my audience, like through the serendipity challenge, etc. And also just how you can become a better consumer of personal development, because I do think there's a really big dark side that can sometimes play into our weaknesses and play in weakness isn't even the right word. It's really uh, play into our core wounding and play into our patterning. So we're going to talk about all of that and more. It's a really good episode. I encourage maybe a couple of listens, especially if you feel um, A, you are in the industry and you want to do better, or B, you have been a consumer or want to be a consumer in the industry, and you really want to make sure it's going to support you and what you want to create in your life and not leave you feeling uh, duped. And I keep saying that word because what part of what inspired this episode is a mini podcast series with my friend Michelle Mazer, her and her friend, um, Maggie Patterson, who I don't personally know. uh, But Michelle, I do know they did a uh, mini series on I think they called it the dark side of online marketing. And it's much of the same tactics that I find in the personal development world. I know I have been 
fallen prey, fallen victim to some of the dark sides of online marketing tactics. And obviously, like, that's not really my business. I don't, you know, work with other businesses. I work with, you know, women like you who want to improve their love life. But I just wanted to acknowledge them because that's where the idea of this episode came from. And I just want, you know, to give you the tools that you need to make smart decisions about whether or not working with me or any other kind of coach or any other kind of program is the next right step for you and your growth. So let's back up for a second, because part of what creates unhealthy relationships for my clients is a loss of agency, a loss of sovereignty. So one of the most common patterns among my clients is people pleasing. And so they find themselves pleasing and pleasing and pleasing and turning into chameleons and the yes person and I will do everything for you and I will be your maid and your mother and your financer and all of these things in the hopes of getting the smallest scrap of love or affection or attention from a partner or a potential partner. And so what happens is they lose themselves in the relationship, and then they begin to have trouble trusting themselves to make decisions in love, because they've been in this kind of pattern before, and they know that it can create a toxic situation, or what can also happen is they've been in this kind of relationship, but there was some gaslighting or emotional abuse, and so they were told, oh, you can't trust yourself or you shouldn't trust what you feel. Go with what I think or go with what I feel. Now, it may not be you know, said exactly like that from your partner, but that's really the idea. That's the energy of it. So if you've listened to this podcast a lot, you know that that's because of inner child programming. Somewhere along the way, that person learned that one way or another, they had to quote unquote, get their love from someone. They had to do something in order to earn that love. Feeling loved was conditional. And the self-help industry, consciously or not, plays into this pattern. And I think it does it through three main ways. And we're going to go deep into these three main ways. The first way is through toxic positivity. The second way is through the law of attraction. And the third way is through the guru culture. So first, let's start with toxic positivity. And this is the idea of high vibes only or good vibes only, right? This is like every Instagram meme. It's like every cute little mug or pillow shot or whatever, I hate these memes. I hate these mugs. I hate these t-shirts. I hate all of them. Honestly, it's an immediate unfollow for me. If someone pitches me to be on my podcast or do any kind of collaborative you know, event, I will look through their Instagram. And if there's anything about toxic positivity, it's a hard no, because I do not want to be a part of it. And I'm not saying that the creator of these memes or mugs or whatever are bad people. I just think that they are misguided. And that's kind of part of the problem is even if they are unaware of the problem of toxic positivity, like (laughs) that's kind of the problem, right? They don't know the harm that they are doing. So other than the good vibes, high vibes only kind of memes. Toxic positivity can also look like jumping to forgiveness without actually going through the process of feeling the pain of what happened. It can also look like looking for the silver lining or just telling yourself whatever is happening, it's making you stronger, it's making you a better person, it's making you this or that. And sometimes coaches or other self-help folks just want to jump to that you know, because that's what we all want to get to. And this is actually called spiritual bypassing. And spiritual bypassing, I want to give you a definition. It's the tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, and unfinished developmental tasks. So this term was introduced by a guy named John Wellwood back in the 1980s. He was a Buddhist teacher and a psychotherapist. And I think this is really, really important. And, you know, as 
as someone who myself is a consumer of self-help, and you probably are too, since you're listening to this podcast, I think it's really, really important to look out for these kind of tropes or these kind of ideas when you are, you know, reading books, listening to podcasts, scrolling on Instagram, all those kind of things, because it really can play into old patterns. So another common pattern with my clients is, you know, they weren't allowed to feel angry, they weren't allowed to feel upset when they were little, if they did feel angry, basically, if they felt anything but happy or anything, but you know, this good little girl kind of nature, then they would be reprimanded, they would be made to feel they were wrong, or, you know, were punished for feeling something different. And so, when you do feel angry, when you do feel sad, when you do feel something, you know, that's quote unquote bad from a previous or a current experience or a relationship, then it can resurrect this old pattern and you never get to heal the thing because you're just playing out the same pattern, just like in a different context. Like it's really crazy. It's really meta when you start thinking about it, but it's so, so important because here's the thing, spiritual bypassing works until it doesn't. And I think that's why a lot of self-help people, either do it themselves or encourage you to do it because yeah, it does work temporarily. But so does, you know, drinking a bottle of wine and watching the best show ever on Netflix. That works too until it doesn't. Until the pain just gets so strong, it explodes all over everything or you get triggered in some situation and just boom, it all just comes out. Or if you feel like you're not really an angry person, but then every once in a while you can just really like, you know, blow your lid off. This probably means you've been spiritually bypassing and haven't really been doing the deep emotional work that you need to do. The thing is, is that like these emotions, anger, sadness, grief, they're really uncomfortable. They're not great to really sit in. Like no one's like, oh man, I really just want to sit in my anger today. I really just want to sit in my grief today. Nobody is saying that. And by the way, I just want to point out that the law of attraction plays into this too, by making you believe that emotions like anger are low vibe and therefore will also attract a low vibe. And again, I think that is gaslighting and emotional abuse, which might feel like an extreme thing to say, but one of the ways abusers control their victims is to get them to believe that someone else knows better, that they know best, that they should follow what they have to say. And this begins to isolate you from other people, making it harder and harder to trust others, trust yourself, and eventually leave the situation, whether it's like a self-help person or an abusive relationship. So if someone can chip away at your agency, they get to have control. And in the context of the industry of personal development, your money too. And there's lots of money to be made in that. So for now, I need you to know that in the work with my clients, know that your feelings and emotions are never negated and all is welcomed. You'll likely have some unlearning to do around this, especially if you weren't allowed to show anger when you were younger, or if you saw anger being expressed in harmful and unhealthy ways. So make time for you to fully be able to do that. Just know that, you know, if you work with me, whatever you're feeling, is welcome. And if you ever do, you know, work with another coach or doing their program, make sure that all feelings are equally welcome there as well. And it's not, you know, this icky, high vibe, good vibe only place. I want to take a quick pause here to remind you that if you haven't already, you've got to block out an hour on your calendar and check out my workshop, the five step strategy to banish anxiety and overwhelm in your love life. So you can attract a fulfilling partnership and live a life of purpose. It's completely free and in the workshop, I break down exactly why you're in the dating pattern you're in, how to take the confidence you feel in the rest of your life and apply it to your dating life and so much more. If you like my style, philosophy and how I coach women on the show, this workshop will help you get started in your own deep work. And for those of you who want to understand the why behind what I do on the show, 
I even dig a bit into the science of love so you can start to see real change in your own love life. It's really all my best work in one place and you can access it right now. I strongly believe you don't have to spend years in therapy or read every dating self-help book to dramatically transform your love life. Grab your seat over at veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop. And now back to the show. All right, next thing that I want to talk about is the law of attraction. I've talked a lot about the law of attraction. I will link some episodes below in the show notes. So I'm not going to go too deep into that right now. Plus, I think I've already talked a little bit about how it can be a little bit gaslighty and bypassy by not letting you feel the feelings that you really feel because that's quote unquote low vibe. But I just want to talk about this specifically right now. I believe that, first of all, the work that it takes to attract deep love, I think is deeper than what the law of attraction actually is. The law of attraction is, you know, get into high vibe, high, good feelings, positive thoughts, positive feelings, and you'll just attract more of that, blah, 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 right? I just think that work, you know, the inner work is deeper than that. I just, we just got a lot more unpacking to do as humans living complex, you know, lives and, and complex systems and societies. The law of attraction leaves out your lineage, meaning your race, gender, socioeconomic class, ethnicity, nationality, religion, any physical or mental disabilities, your body size and upbringing can not only impact how you show up in the world, but it can also impact how the world perceives you, which you might not and probably don't have much control over. And rooted in that is privilege. And privilege is not talked about in the law of attraction and the ways people teach it. And I think this is, again, it can be very gaslighting because if something doesn't work for you, like you're doing law of attraction, it's not working, then you can make it mean something bad about you. And the truth is, is that a thin blonde who is white is going to have a very different experience than someone who has frizzy brown hair, is in a larger body, has a darker skin tone, has a different accent, or any other thing that's beyond what, you know, the societal definition of beautiful is. And while I can't possibly know the experience of someone who is BIPOC, for example, I do hold space for those challenges unique to you. And I think it's really gross when, you know, I've heard stories of other, you know, personal development influencers and coaches and even therapists who try to turn it back on that person and will say, well, maybe it's really about how you're approaching it, or maybe it's your mindset. And they don't even acknowledge their own privilege as well in that kind of conversation. And I think, again, that's, I mean, at best, it'll just backfire. And the person's like, wow, that didn't really work. But I think at worst, it can be incredibly traumatic, because again, it can just bump up against these deep wounds that can just keep playing out the same pattern, the same belief system that got that person, you know, into that program or with that coach or that therapist in the first place. Finally, the guru culture is incredibly toxic. I'm not even talking about the cultural appropriation of people using that word. People just call themselves gurus because, I don't know, they have like 50,000 plus followers and I don't know, and people will buy what they put out. And so all of a sudden they're a guru on, you know, whatever said personal development topic. Again, cultural appropriation, we're not even going to dive into that, even though that's a problem on its own. What I do want to talk about is this idea that one person is a silver bullet and can be the end-all be-all. No one's way, including my way, is the best way or the right way for all people. And I don't think there's enough clarity on that because what I find happens, and I've totally been victim to this too, is if I, you know, 
work with someone or I buy their program or read their book or whatever, and I try to implement it and doesn't work. There's never or very rarely ever any language or idea around, hey, this might not work. So maybe try this, you know, sometimes for people like this, this can work better. Or if this doesn't work for you, that doesn't mean anything bad about you. And I think, especially when we're trying to heal something that's really, really tender, and something doesn't work, it's very easy for then that part that we want to get healed to get bumped up against, you know, your worthiness wound can get bumped up against if you're like, wow, this didn't work, something must be wrong with me, rather than maybe this just isn't the right program or the right person or the right coach or the right whatever for me. Something that I learned from Denise Sheffield Thomas, who is a money mindset mentor for business women, she talks about being a part of the conversation rather than being, you know, the so-called guru or the know-all be-all. And I truly believe that this podcast, and I've really tried to adapt my languaging and just kind of my energy to being a contribution to tearing down the patriarchy, especially in the dating space. And the space around inner child work as a way to heal relationships and dating. I'm not the only one who does this. And while I do think I'm an expert, I know that I'm not for everyone. And I also don't know everything that there is to know. And I also know that I don't know what's best for my clients. My goal is not to tell them, oh, do this, this, and this, and this, and then voila, you'll be in a relationship. My goal with my clients is to help them find what their truth is, to unpack and uncover all of the limiting beliefs, the core wounding, all the past experiences, et cetera, et cetera, so that they can find what is true and what is right for them. And I happen to do that through inner child work, which involves healing from the ways that we were raised and the ways that you've been brainwashed by the patriarchy and have unconsciously internalized it. So I hope this episode resonated with you. And I share this because I really do want to shift and change the personal development industry from the inside out, because at its core, I really do believe in the work that we're doing. You know, mental health is so important. And I really do believe that as humans, each one of us has the the right and we deserve to live the fullest life and however we want to, to do that. And I do think that there's some incredible tools within the personal development industry to help you do that. There's just a lot of toxicity. And again, some people I do think are acting out of malice and just want to be here because they make a lot of money. And there is a lot of money to be made in the personal development industry. But I really do believe that there's a lot of folks doing really, really good work. And so I just want you to be a smarter consumer. So on that note, I've created a new guide that will help you get clear on how I work with clients, including what the packages look like and the pricing and what you can expect when we work together. So if you're interested in taking the next step with me, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And there you can download my 2021 coaching services guide. So maybe this has kind of pushed you over the edge to think about it a little bit more seriously, or maybe you've never actually considered working together, but this episode has got you thinking about it. Either way, the next step is to download my coaching services and pricing guide. I work with clients in three ways, which I outline in the guide, and I share more about what you can expect when we work together. And again, my goal is to be as transparent as possible so that you can maintain your sovereignty and your decision as to whether or not working with me is the next right step for you. Now, once you review the services and pricing guide, the next step is to book an introductory phone call with me, which I outline how to do in the guide as well. And when we hop on an introductory phone call, there is no obligation to sign on to work with me from that consult. 
you know, as long as you're serious about potentially working together, then I would love to chat. And you can be assured that the values I outlined here on this episode are very present with me during the entire client experience from our very first consult to our very last session. Now, I start no more than two new clients a month so that I can give you the time and attention you need to get onboarded with me. Um, At the time of this recording, it's beginning of June. I have one client already for June. This will be more towards the end of June when you're listening to this or possibly July. I have no idea what it's going to be looking like over the next couple of months, but I do take clients on a rolling basis. So if you want to get started now and I happen to have an open spot, then great. Otherwise, if you want to get the ball rolling and then get booked for July or August or September or whatever it is, then I encourage you to head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. Look through it. Looks good. Schedule an intro consult with me. All right. This wraps up this episode. I can't wait to connect if working together sounds like the next right step for you. And I also look forward to seeing you inside my serendipity challenge, which will be starting in a couple of very short weeks. So make sure you sign up right now, just so you don't forget. And you can sign up for that over at veronicagrant.com forward slash serendipity. Either way, I look forward to connecting with you in one or both of those places. And also I will see you next week with a brand new coaching episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. One more thing, you may be wondering, but Veronica, how do I start doing the deep work? I'm ready to make a shift. If that's you, I recommend you start with my totally free workshop, Five Steps to Ending Overwhelm and Anxiety in Dating. The good news is that you don't have to do all the things to find love. This workshop will walk you through the five big shifts that'll give you the biggest bang for your buck. You'll learn a step-by-step game plan to finally get unstuck and unblocked in love and end the cycle of dead-end relationships. You'll learn the number one reason most highly successful, motivated, and ambitious women struggle in love and what you can do to make sure it doesn't happen to you. You'll learn how to figure out the real reason you're attracting partners who aren't emotionally available or toxic or just simply not on your intellectual or emotional level. And you'll also learn the single most effective way to tap into the inner confidence you feel in your career and elsewhere in your life so that it'll carry over into your love life. And of course, a lot more. If you're ready to shift things in your life, I seriously can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash workshop to sign up. Thank you so much for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in the show, you can find the show notes to this episode and all previous episodes at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this episode, please subscribe and take a moment to rate and review the show. It really helps. I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of the Love Life Connection podcast. And until then, sending you lots of love. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.